Who knew there was anything extraordinary about mowing a lawn? The Love Times 2 podcast starts now. Welcome to 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the Love Times 2 podcast, where our mission is to love every mom and every baby, no matter what. Hey, today I'm going to ask you a question, and this is it. Have you ever thought about doing something extraordinary? I mean, have you ever wanted to do something extraordinary, but just felt like, you know, that's something only a select few people in the world with, you know, some type of superhuman abilities uh, are able to do? That completely makes sense when we think that way, since yeah, extraordinary is something that, you know, by its very definition, it's, it's not the norm in our daily lives. It's not the norm in our world. Here's how Webster defines extraordinary. Uh, they Three uh, definitions here. Number one, going beyond what is usual, regular, or customary. Number two, exceptional to a very marked extent. And number three, employed or sent on a special function or purpose. And out of all of those, I really like the last one, sent on a special function or purpose. I mean, that sounds like really a practical definition of how every follower of Christ should view a higher calling in life, something extraordinary. I mean, life should be extraordinary for every believer, uh, something that has a special purpose, like, you know, maybe the purpose God created for all of us while we were still in our mother's womb. Not maybe. I mean, that is extraordinary. God has created a purpose for you, for me, while we were still in our mother's womb. And just as a side note to this, in my speaking engagements recently, I've really started to remind people that this applies to all of us. It's really easy to think in terms of God has a plan for your life when we're talking to others, but it applies to all of us. So it's not just theory or, you know, just a sweet sounding catchphrase we're going to throw out there. That's something easy for us to forget. So I just wanted to mention that. But here's the deal. God does have a plan for you and that plan enables all of us to do something extraordinary because the God who calls us is beyond extraordinary. I mean, just get your head around that. You really can't. The God who calls us is beyond extraordinary. So if you think that you just don't have it in you, um, hey, good news, because I want to share a real-life story with you today that may just get you thinking in a whole new direction. Now, This is a really cool story that comes out of southern Indiana, out of Seymour, Indiana, to be exact. Now, Seymour is basically known for two things, okay? Number one, it was the site of the nation's first peacetime train robbery committed by the infamous Reno brothers. Uh, Look it up if you like history, nation's first peacetime train robbery. Secondly, it's the hometown of John Mellencamp. Now, if you're under 50, you may be asking, uh, who's John Mellencamp? Well, you have to Google John Mellencamp and and see who he is. You'll find out. Uh, But now, Seymour has another claim to fame. Seymour is one of the newest locations nationwide for what's called a safe haven baby box. Now, if you've never heard of a safe haven baby box. It's basically a unit that safely allows a mother to surrender a baby to authorities if she's unable to care for the baby. And the baby's at risk of harm, abandonment, or death. Uh, we've all heard stories of newborn babies being found dead after being thrown in trash dumpsters, or uh, sometimes you even uh, hear about a baby found on the side of the road or in a restroom stall. Uh, a safe haven baby box is designed to help avoid those type of tragedies from happening. Now, when a safe haven baby box is installed. It's usually at a local fire department 
And there's a specific reason for that. When a baby is placed inside uh, one of these units and the door is closed, there's an alarm that notifies first responders that there has been an active surrender. And then they react immediately, usually within just a few minutes. And that way, the baby gets professional assistance right away. Now, there's actually a rapidly growing number of babies who have been saved this way. So the effectiveness of safe haven baby boxes is becoming more and more known. Seymour hasn't always had a safe haven baby box. In fact, these things are fairly new to the scene uh, everywhere that they're at right now. And that's where 19-year-old Hunter Wart comes into the picture. Now, after learning more about what a safe haven baby box is and the need for one in Seymour, Indiana, Hunter decided that he would raise the funds needed for a safe haven baby box by making it his senior class project at Columbus North High School. Hunter's mom told CNN that it was a lot of hard work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. So Hunter set off to raise the money to do something extraordinary, to try and help in a place where he saw a need. Now, as far as I know, Hunter didn't start writing blogs about it. He didn't start tweeting about it. He didn't start complaining that politicians aren't giving money for this. Uh, What he did was he set off to spend over a year mowing lawns and collecting scrap metal in order to raise the money for a safe haven baby box. I mean, he set off to do this over a year, mowing lawns, collecting scrap metal. Not the kind of stuff that you and I and most people would think of as extraordinary. I mean, imagine asking someone who's mowing the lawn this summer, ask them what they're doing and having them tell you they're helping to save a life. I mean, it would sound just sort of crazy, but this is what Hunter set out to do and he did it. In June of 2019, Hunter's dream became a reality when a safe haven baby box was installed at the Seymour Fire Department, thanks to the lawns that he mowed and the scrap metal that he collected. The box just sat there. After it was installed, it sat there for a little over six months. And then an alarm from the box sounded, alerting firefighters in less than a minute that a baby had been surrendered in this safe haven baby box. When first responders opened the box, they found this beautiful little baby girl less than one hour old. Now, Monica Kelsey, uh, the founder of Safe Haven Baby Box, who herself, by the way, is doing extraordinary things and was herself abandoned as a baby. And and this is just a that's a whole nother story that we need to talk about uh, the extraordinary need that she saw and how she has been raised up uh, to bring these to different communities. But here's what she said. This little girl is going to grow up knowing how much her birth mother loved her just like I did. Isn't that cool? I mean, here is uh, someone who was abandoned as a baby who now has been called to step forward uh, to bring these safe haven baby boxes so that other little kids that are going to be abandoned uh, can be rescued. Uh, Wow, that's extraordinary. Uh, My guess is that this little girl is going to grow up knowing that because someone cared enough to mow lawns and collect scrap metal, this safe haven baby box was funded and her life was saved. You got to love Hunter's reaction to all of this. He told CNN, here's his quote, I'm hopeful one day she will see the story of how she was safely surrendered in the safe haven baby box I raised the money for and search online for me. That's the end of his quote. And by the way, he's actually working right now to raise money for another safe haven baby box. So why are we having this discussion? You may think you have nothing special to bring to the table. You may think that you have nothing to offer. And you think that, well, you have to be rich. You got to be famous. You got to be in the news. Uh, you got to be an elected official, whatever. I mean, all of these things. You might think that you need to check off all these boxes in order to do something extraordinary. None of that's true. None of that is true. 
All you need is to be available and willing. The next time that you see someone out mowing a lawn, I hope that you're going to think about Hunter Wart and the extraordinary things God can do through ordinary people. And by the way, if you'd like to learn more about Safe Haven Baby Boxes and maybe even find out what you can do to bring one to your community, your starting point, you go to shbb.org. That's shbb.org. Go there. You're going to find a lot of information, and you're going to find out who to contact to get the ball rolling in your individual community. Now, just a few reminders for you before we wrap up this episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast. It is absolutely the best way to make sure you never miss an episode. And if you have a recommendation for a topic that you'd like to hear discussed on this podcast or just a general comment, uh, send an email to podcast at lovetimes2.org. Remember, it's love, the letter X, the number 2.org. And if you could make a donation to help support this podcast, just know it would really be appreciated. So uh, that's it for this episode. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. This has been 139, the official podcast of Love Times 2. Join us in the journey at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, and the number 2.org. Thanks for listening.